Parsinasai has the mitzvah of Birchus Kahanim, which in Eretz Yisrael they do it every day. The Kahanim give a bracha to Klal Yisrael every day. Um, and here in Chutzlaretz we only do it on Yantiv because that's the only time we can reach the appropriate level of simcha necessary to give that bracha properly. Now, there are three parts of this bracha, and this being the only bracha that Hashem actually prescribes. Hashem gives the bracha and says, this is what you should say, and he's very specific. You're not allowed to add, you're not allowed to subtract from it. You have to say these exact words. So let's learn and see what should we be looking for in a bracha, and more importantly, what kind of blessing, what kind of bracha should we be dominating for uh, in our own lives. And what's also interesting is that we choose this specific bracha. We say it every day. After Berchus Kainim, right? The first thing, I'm sorry, Berchus The first thing after you say Berchus is you say this Pasek, Yerech Hashem. And uh, the reason is you have to learn some Taira after you make a Bracha. And we say a Pasek, we also say Eludvarim, we say Mishnayis, we say a little Gemara. The second part of Eludvarim is a Gemara, is a Brisa. But why is it that we, che- we choose this particular Pasek? So Pashod is because it's a Bracha, so we want to choose a Pasek that has a blessing in it, it's a good simon. But Ramesha Feinstein says, Zetzal, in his Sefer Darash Meishi, he makes a, a beautiful point. He says that if we're saying it after saying Berch that means we're learning, right? Because that's what you're doing, you're learning. So he says, what are we learning? It's, I mean, you're saying a Bracha, what is it teaching you? He says that means that this Bracha is not only a Bracha, but it's also a lesson. And what is the lesson in this particular blessing? So the first bracha we say is Yivrecha Hashem V'yishmurecha. Now, most Mepharshim agree that this bracha of Yivrecha Hashem V'yishmurecha, Rashi also says, it's parnasa, it means money, it means physical needs. So Yivrecha Hashem, Hashem should bless us with parnasa, with sustenance, all we need to live and prosper. That's Yivrecha. What's Yishmurecha? Yishmurecha is, Rashi explains, Hashem should protect it, meaning that a blessing alone is not sufficient if we can't hold on to it, if we, we're not going to be able to keep it. If we lose what we have, then sometimes it's, worth, it's better than not to have had it at all. Uh, the story of the Isha Hashunamis, when she, Elisha promises her she's going to have, to have a son, have a child, after all the years she didn't have a child, she told Elisha, but you have to promise me that this son will survive and he'll be healthy, because to have a son and then the son should pass away, then it's better to not have had that son to begin with. If a person is blessed with great prosperity and they become very wealthy, but then they lose all their money, they would have been better off not having that money to begin with. And they end up in a worse place than they started. So what this really teaches us is something a very basic, really, a very basic foundational concept in Yiddishkeit. And that's what Moshe brings out from this Pasik. He says that nothing is guaranteed. Which is when we approach Tfila a lot of times we think about all the things we need. We still don't have and we'd like to continue getting. But the things that we have already, we feel it's ours. And that, he says, is what the Pasig is teaching us. We need Hashem's blessing to keep what we have as much as to get the things that we don't have. We need Yivirechacha, we need blessing, but we need Yishmurecha. There's no guarantee that we're keeping it unless Hashem protects it for us. Unless Hashem sees to it that it continues. That's Yishmurecha. The next Pasig is Yoyer Hashem Panav Elecha Vichunecha. Hashem should uh, turn shine His countenance upon upon us. We should have ha'aras panim v'yichunaka, and we should get chain. We should find favor. Now there are various approaches what exactly this pasuk is referring to, but almost all agree it's not referring to a physical bracha. It's a spiritual bracha. Hashem should gaze upon us with ha, with ha'aras panim refers to something spiritual. Now according to Chassam Seifer, this refers to ben adam lechaveri 
which means we should find favor in the eyes of our friends. A husband should find favor in the eyes of his wife. A wife should find favor in the eyes of her husband. And he explains that having a blessing, the first bracha of Yubrecha, having a blessing of physical items, of physical terms, can really have the opposite effect on relationships. Uh, it can challenge them through jealousy, feelings of superiority, haughtiness, and we require a special additional blessings from Hashem to protect our Bein Adam after getting a blessing of, uh, of Gashmias. And this too is a, something that we may overlook when we daven. We take our relationships, the peace that we may enjoy between friends, neighbors, family, husband, wife, uh, for granted. It's a result of our hard work and our effort, and there's no question hard work and effort are required to control our own character flaws and allow for true love and respect. But we need the blessing of Hashem, that the shine of His countenance, so to speak, to bring chen to bring that favor between us and others. Because if you use, being that the Pasuk says, a shine, a light, if you use the metaphor of darkness and light, so when there's a lack of communication and understanding between people, so then there's darkness. And darkness breeds disrespect, suspicion, hurt, uh, distance. When there's clarity and light, when there's communication, people understand each other, so then they respect each other, they forgive each other, they're happy with whatever the other one has, uh, and what they have, peace flourishes, and there could be beautiful relationships. And I'm sure we have all experienced at some point or another where in spite of our best efforts, and sometimes due to our best efforts, uh, people are insulted, they accuse us of things we never did, they never meant to do, they can be machlaikis. So it's not for granted that we will have peace, we'll have shalom, we'll have relationships, we'll have happiness between each other, unless Hashem is your Hashem, He enlightens the, the darkness and and He creates that chain, that favor in between us and our, our friends and our family. And the last bracha, again, most Mepharshim agree, it refers to spiritual growth. Hashem should lift His countenance to you and grant you peace. Shalom here means true peace, which means that all parts of our life are in sync. We serve Hashem, our hearts want to serve Hashem, our bodies go along with it, we have control over our negative character traits, and therefore we're happy, and we are satisfied with our life, and the life that Hashem granted us, and all that He gave us, and it serves to make us greater, and holier, and closer to Hashem. And here too, the Chassam Sefer explains that, unfortunately, all the previous blessings can sometimes have the effect of bringing distance between us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If we become greedy and we want more, it causes us to be jealous of others, it causes us to um, be insincere, to be haughty, sometimes unsensitive to the plight of others because of all that we have, it be- makes us distracted, and all the other various different fallacies that money or success of all kinds can bring out upon a person. It can distance us from Hashem. And ultimately, ultimately if so, it's not a bracha, it's really the biggest klala. There, there's a story that they say from Chaim Kanievsky. You know, in the two weeks ago we had the Teichacha, the Klalois and Bechukaisai, and you're not supposed to give that aliyah to anybody. Usually the Balkaira, he's there, so he takes it. But you don't call up someone for that aliyah because you don't want to give someone a Klala, you don't want to give someone a curse. It's a Ayn Hara. And there was this fellow that, that for some reason really wanted this aliyah, don't know why. He wanted the aliyah, and he asked Chaim Kanievsky, is it a, really such a bad thing? Is it a, have a real source? Is anything really wrong with it? So Chaim Kanievsky said, yes, a person should stay away from it. It's not a good idea. It's an ayin hara. And he, gave, he quoted an example. He said there was this person who was learning in Kailal that he knew that got this aliyah, took this aliyah, 
And the following year, his, uh, he had a very wealthy relative, an uncle, a great uncle that passed away and left him with a uh, huge inheritance. Um, and as a result, he had to take care of all that money and manage the whole estate. He left the Kyle to be busy with uh, all that money. <laughs> and the person was saying, that that is a bracha or a klala? Chaim Kanesh said, what do you mean? He left Kyle. How is that a bracha? So it's uh, ultimately, if uh, all the blessings Hashem give us, if it serves to distance us from Hashem, then it's not a bracha. That's not a bracha, that's a klala. So that's the final bracha and the final lesson that we teach ourselves every day is that we need Hashem to help us find peace in ourselves so that we can become raised, elevated, uplifted, Yisa Hashem. We can become uplifted with all the blessing that Hashem has showered upon us. Now, Rav Hirsch just makes a little comment. He has a big, big um, arichos explaining the Berchus Kainim, but all in the end, the Mamish, the last line, he makes just a small reference. He says that this, these three brachas correlate to the three first topics discussed in Parshas Nasai. And the three first topics discussed in Parshas Nasai, the first is the halacha of Gezel HaGer, if you steal from a uh, person who then, then has no, who is a Ger, so he has no relatives, so when he dies, who do you pay it back to? That's the first topic. The second topic is the parasha of Saita, when there's a, an issue of relationship between a man, a husband and wife. And the third is a Nazar, someone who wants to make himself holier by not drinking wine and, and not uh, becoming Tame and so on and so forth. And that correlates beautifully with the three ways we're ex- explaining these three brachas. The first is a physical blessing, like stealing from a ger, Hashem should protect us from our blessings being stolen from us. The second is to grant us peace, like between a husband and a wife, and between families and friends, we should be to find favor. And lastly is help us to have find spiritual growth and holiness, like another finds spiritual growth and holiness. Have a uh, good night and a wonderful Shabbos.